Welcome to Drinking in Degrassi. This episode is called Family Politics. And uh, we had to double check. This is one of the few episodes from season one that is not named after a, uh, a song. When they moved on, they, uh, they went all song titles. I think we mentioned in the first episode, but this is one of the few in season one where, uh, you know, like even according to the Degrassi wiki, it's like, yeah, no, there's, uh, there's no song title that this, this matches up with. There's, there's songs that are, are similar, but nothing really, you know, matches up with this one, but that's, that's okay. No, because I guess they just wanted to get to the heart of the episode, which is family politics. Yes. <laughs> so in the first episode... Wait, wait, wait. What are, okay. you drink- what are you drinking today, Alex? So in honor of, uh, you know, grade eight slash grade nine, whatever, these kids, they're in grade eight. I tried to think of the earliest drink I ever drank to myself. Mm-hmm. And that was when I snuck a bottle of uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade from like a, par- a party my parents had had. I think my dad knew I took it. but What did, what did you think of it back then? Uh, I remember just drinking the whole bottle and trying to hide it because it was glass. And yeah. then just being sort of like, oh man, this is kind of wild. Uh, this is pretty crazy. Um, and sort of digging it, but also being like, I don't know how people drink more of these. <laughs> Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? I, it took me a while to decide what to drink. I wanted something that would either embody Ashley, because she's the feature of this episode, or my girl Paige, Mm -hmm. because this is the first episode we see her. Yes. I went with a gin smash. It's an orange flavored gin smash. um, And I might switch to rosé just to get the best of both worlds after. Okay. But that's, that's what I'm working with tonight. I like it. I like it. Because, yeah, we technically saw Ashley in the first episode giving yes. a tour of Degrassi to yes. uh, acting as the student body president before she was technically ever voted in. Uh, yeah, being a bit of a brown noser, mm-hmm. touring all the former students. Like you see uh, somebody's pushing Maya around in the first episode from uh, Degrassi High. So it's it's now we get a we get to put a, we get to put a face or a name to the face. And it's a little bit of a payoff from something in the first episode where Toby says that he's moved there because his dad is dating a woman and they've moved in with her. Yes. And in this episode, we find out that that woman is Ashley's mom. Yes, we get to see the family dynamics at play or the family politics. (gasps) That's right. Let's crack into it. Okay. So we we open in Ashley's super, you know... uh, early 2000s bedroom she has the i would say the boldest bob cut i've ever seen (laughs) uh but i think that was very much of that time oh yeah like if you look at girls in in like backstreet boys or no who's a little more of that time like uh moffitts or hanson i don't know like the girls in those videos they all have similar hair yes and uh, I might add, similarly overplucked eyebrows. I will admit that I was a victim of this as well. I started waxing my eyebrows when I was in grade six, I think. And oh, then, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I fell into the trap of the overplucked. The I like to call them the sperm brows. Yep. Where it's just a thin line with a hook. Yep. And that's what... Our poor girl is uh, rocking today yeah. in this episode. And she's hand coloring with, I think, like 
like a glue gel pen sort of thing, a poster for herself running as a class president of Degrassi. We need to mention Toby. Um, Toby and Ashley are fighting for the bathroom. Yes. Toby is rocking, I would say, the male equivalent of the bob. It's the um, side parted hair. Yeah. Well, he's got he's got a bit of like the middle part that's yes. it's it's overly long, uh, like it's like almost a mushroom cut, but it's not a mushroom cut. It makes me think of the bad guy from um, Ten Things I Hate About You. That's that's like the Andrew Keegan or whatever his name is. Oh, I think of like yes, yes, to me it's like the Andrew Keegan hair. Yeah, so, which is very much of that time as yeah, well. Yeah, I of, think Jonathan Taylor Thomas had this haircut. Yeah, so we have. Before they're fighting at the bathroom, we have Ashley talking to Terry and just like this is going to be the best year like, ever, Terry. Weirdly talking down, like we just need to get you a boyfriend. Like <sighs> it's so weird that like this is the first we're introduced to Ashley, and all we know about her is like she wants to be class president and, and she wants to get her friend hooked up. Yeah, those are her two agendas: class president and get her friend a boyfriend. Yeah, and we never hear her officially say that she's dating Jimmy. But it is implied by this episode that she is dating Drake's character, Jimmy, in his first appearance in the show. Mr. Jimmy Brooks. Yes. Yes. Drake Aubrey... Champagne Poppy. Yeah. Is that it? Drake Aubrey Graham? Is that it? Or Aubrey Drake Graham? I think it's Aubrey Graham. Yeah. So he... um, Yeah, he pops up uh, for those of you who uh, like Drake for whatever reason. He's... This This is the first episode we see him. Yeah. All right. Um, and then they fight over the bathroom some more. And um, Toby actually pulls down Ashley's bra and holds it up to himself. And he's like, you're training, bra. Which is like, I guess, such a little brother thing to do. But oh, yeah. weird because they are not, not related. They're not even step siblings at this point. Their parents no. are just living together. Yeah. Like, I'll admit, being a brother to a younger sister and I had a younger brother and like we both would you know, team up on my sister sometimes, it would be sort of like, oh, you're bra. But like, yeah, I would never do that with somebody who wasn't like, I would, I would never have done that to a a step or like somebody not directly related to me. That's just weird. And as far as we know, this is a new cohabitation situation. They have, according to Toby, they had just moved in together. Yeah. So it's just kind of all a little strange. Yeah. It's 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 creepy. So now we see everybody arriving at Degrassi for the first day. Yeah. There's a lot of uh a lot of characters that you'll never be introduced to. There's a lot of weird background characters that you know, they're doing their best. Then you see Toby and JT coming up, JT rocking the backwards ball cap and riding a razor scooter. Oh, that was that's like <laughs> such a a thing. Oh yeah. A thing back then. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And uh, they're sort of talking about how they're going to get treated like crap because they're in grade seven and the grade eights are just going to treat them like garbage. They're very nervous to like enter the school, I think, because they think that they're going to get bullied. Yeah. I I don't remember the grade eights picking on grade sevens at my school very much or even the grade sixes. So my school was kind of crazy because my school was K to eight. Same. And there was other schools in the neighborhood that were only K to six. So grade seven and eight, we did get like new students, Mm. but I think it was more, you got 
if anybody was picking on you, it was somebody in your own grade because you were m- mashing together. There were kids you've known for the last <clears throat> seven years, and now there's all these new kids, and there's different dynamics and new yeah. couples forming, and 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 you know the who's going to become the popular group or whatever. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, um, so my school went K to eight, but there was like two separate wings. There was like the six, seven, and eight wing, and then like the K to five wing. Right. And I feel like for the most part, aside from like sports or clubs or whatever, the grade eights pretty much did their own thing. The grade sevens did their own thing, grade sixes, and there wasn't a lot of like mingling around. No, besides that, like a school dance, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then even then it was... The grade eights did their own <clears throat> thing, sevens yeah. did their own thing. Because like my school was a bigger school. Like we had like 800 students. There was like 100 students in each grade. So okay. if you were doing like a grade six, seven, eight dance, that was like 300 kids if they all showed up. So yeah. sometimes they would split it up where it would be like, oh, like the grade sixes have their dance this night or whatever or things like that. But yeah. Yeah, there we weren't really commingling a lot, and yeah, we, it you know you didn't really cross over unless you had like a sibling or yeah. a best friend who was in another grade possibly. Yeah, uh, you didn't really talk with somebody you know not in your class. No. Um. Yeah. So Toby and JT nervously go into the school. Terry um, and Ashley are hanging her campaign posters. And like those would have cost so much to print, like. She handmade those with, like, color things off of her own printer and then drew them all. And, like, I don't know how she can she, afford to put up, like, more than five of work. these. She put in the work on these. Yeah, like, handmade. Yes. Um, I really want to comment on both Terry and Ashley's backpacks. Ashley is rocking the side strap backpack. Oh, yeah. With a cell phone in the strap. Yeah. It looks like one of the original Nokia's. Yep. Um, and Terry is rocking the over-the-shoulder kind of school bag, yeah. not a backpack. Yeah. And I have tried all of these different versions, the backpack, the side bag, and the bag bag. And they are all very uncomfortable. Yeah, I got to say, like, I always did the the backpack myself. I did, I think, for a brief year in grade eight or maybe it was grade nine i tried to do the messenger bag mm-hmm. like the, the you know the shoulder strap one yeah and very like, uncomfortable when when you have textbooks in there it's it's impossible it hurts it, so much yeah i eventually yeah just went we all had to update to ones that had a pocket for your laptop when we all got older i i feel like as long as you're you weren't rocking the wheelie backpack it was Ooh, okay yeah the wheelie backpack it was a very specific type of person yeah that brought that to school yeah there was only a few in high school and then i remember one in college and we just called her blue shirt girl oh yeah and you know she was one of those girls who like would correct you on things like that nobody asked where it was you'd say something about sushi and she's like well sushi is technically the rice you're talking about sashimi and i'm like okay cool very very wheelie backpack move you know she was probably in the gifted class so ashley is complaining to terry about how annoying it is to have toby live with her and how it's he's basically like a little mosquito that just keeps buzzing in your ear all day yeah and i mean i get it it would be hard being like an only child for both of them to all of a sudden being like oh now you have like this sibling that you're not related to and there's all these years of baggage so they're complaining about that 
And then who should pop up but uh, my... somebody rocking the other alternative bag type that we did not mention. My girl Paige. This is the first time we see Paige. Yes. And she is rocking, I guess, a new look because she gives us her iconic line, new year, new look, new Paige. Yep. She's got red tinted sunglasses with a bedazzled heart. Yep. Um, a little crop top that says hottie on it. Yep. Exposing her midriff, you know. Yes. And cuffed jeans. Yeah. And and like platform sandals. Yes, platform platform sandals. And she's holding the other type of bag that we didn't get into, the uh Just clear purse. plastic purse. box yeah. purse. It's cute because it shows everything she's carrying. Yes, which at the time, if, if if this is era appropriate, she would have a Coke card in there. Yes. She would have um, like the SPC discount card or whatever. Yeah. Um, she Maybe a Blockbuster card. Yeah. And I mean, being in Toronto, she might have had like the, the TTC pass. Yeah. You know. She probably had some lip smackers. Oh, 100%. Like the Dr. Pepper flavor yeah. lip smacker. Yeah. Or I think Paige might have been too sophisticated for that. I think That's she would fair. have gone full lip gloss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see her, you know, especially with what she uh, says coming up in um, in class. I could see her very much doing the lip gloss. I got to say, I love Paige. I, she is one of my most favorite characters. How does she continue to get away with what she wears? And I don't want to shame anybody. I don't want to body shame anybody. But the dress code at my school would have never allowed for this. Oh, yeah. we Our dress code specifically said, like, no bare midriffs. Nope. No crop tops. No, um, no spaghetti straps. Yeah, no you, straps thinner you, than... You had to have three fingers on your shoulder. Like yeah. Three fingers width of material on your shoulders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how she gets away with what she is wearing. Yeah. But she does. She does. That's Paige. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Terry and Ashley are sort of mocking her behind her back because it does seem as though this they haven't seen her all summer and she came back with her glow up yes. and uh, thinks she's, she seems to be acting better than them because now she's in grade seven. It's, it's a whole new world. So. I... I was thinking about this recently. Um, I find this friend dynamic between Terry Page and Ashley strange because they all seem to dislike one another. Yeah. I think Terry and Ashley are like the closest, but they make fun of Paige when she's not around. Yep. And then Paige slams Ashley all the time. They're very competitive. Yeah. So it's weird to me that they would choose to be friends. This isn't that. That's more of a high school friendship where I did know people sort of like that in high school, mm-hmm. but in in grade seven eight, like nobody had time to be friends with somebody you didn't like. It was just sort of like we're only here for two more years. Like we have to you spend have to time get the with most out of it. Yeah, we have to make the connections before high school. So like that, I didn't know anybody who was really like frenemies in this way, boys no. or girls. No, but they are the classic frenemy. Yeah. So um now we see Manny and Emma strolling in. Yeah. And talking about how you know, Emma's sort of like, "Oh, we don't need to worry about the grade eights. Like they're only a year older than us. What are they what are they going to do?" And enter Spinner and Jimmy. Ooh. Spinner with his uh super gelled frosted tips. Yeah. He hasn't got the Caesar cut where it's like, you know, spiked out at the front, but he's yeah. got like the 
Like he looks like he'd be in the ad for uh, Dippity Doo or um, uh, one of the other gels of the era. Oh yeah, like um, oh I can't even remember. No, but Dippity Doo was the one I remember that had like different degrees of hold. They so Jimmy and Spinner are giving Emma and Manny a hard time, saying that they need to have their student ID card, their hall pass, their hall pass to enter Degrassi. And Emma and Manny are saying, well, it's the first day. It's our first day. We don't have that. Yeah. So they're just giving them a hard time. Yeah. And, like, I got to say, the whole hall pass thing, I don't know how it was at your school, but, like, we didn't have a hall pass or a bathroom pass. It seems like it's in American things. Like, this is one of the few things in this show that is very American to me. Maybe we went to, you know, different schools, but maybe it was different in, like, the city. Like we were in the burbs and they were, you know, trying to keep kids out from neighboring schools or whatever. But like I never we didn't have like the bathroom pass where it was like, oh, you know, like a, a shoe attached to a, a a thing or whatever. So that like you couldn't take it with you. Like it wasn't no. like the gas station bathroom key. It was like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. OK, like yeah. there was no pass system, even in high school. Like we didn't have any. I mean, you weren't allowed in the hallway between classes but our school had what they called a, a commissioner or a commish and it was like an old retired policeman you guys had that yeah and he wow. walked around our high school and just was sort of like he, he was like an old old man so it was more like hey get out of the hallway hey you can't be here during class no we we didn't have that maybe my schools are just very trusting maybe but we didn't have that we didn't have a hall pass it was kind of just like the honor system of please come back. Yeah. Go yeah. to the bathroom, but please come back. Yeah. And I mean, like, you didn't have to worry about kids from another school coming because we wore uniforms at my yes, high school. same. So, yeah. you know, the only kids who could possibly sneak in were the kids from the other high school, the other Catholic school. But, like, even then, it's like their, their colors were uh, green and yellow and ours were blue and white. So it's like it was very clear when one of them tried to sneak in. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. So the kid, you know, the grade sevens meet up. We get Emma and Manny and JT and Toby and they're waiting outside their homeroom. And Snake is their homeroom teacher. And uh, he's late. I don't know why they make it a thing of like him being late. And he's not even late. Like the bell rings and he's like, oh, hey, guys, sorry, I'm late. And it's like he's like a second late. Yeah. Um, We see Liberty as well. Yes. Before she's introduced herself by the full name every time we see her. Liberty Van Sant? Yes. And I remember being impressed that, like, they had all, like, LCD screens. They didn't yes, have any big, bulky CRT monitors. Their first class in their homeroom, it looks like, is Media Immersion or Media Immersion. Yeah. Which I never had. I don't know if this is just a made-up Degrassi thing. I mean, it might have been something a little after our time, but, like, we were like i was in grade nine when this started so it wasn't that far off when i was in grade eight like we had computer class but it was more like typing like it was it wasn't to this degree of building a website yeah no i didn't do that until media arts which was a high school class that i took so now we see the grade eight home class which is miss kwan yes who is an english teacher right and we are to re- to understand that Miss Kwan and Spinner have history. Yes, Gavin Reginald Mason is yes. Spinner's full name, which she uh, points out to the entire class. And uh, yeah, he's sitting next to Drake, uh, Jimmy, 
and Jimmy's sort of like like laughing at Spinner because the teacher calls him out. Um, and she's saying like grades are important when you go to the school, but you also have to um, be involved with activities. And Paige puts up her hand and is like, oh, well, you know, like I'm actually going to start like a spirit squad. And Which is such a Paige thing to do. And yeah. I, I love her for it. Yep. So... And Miss Kwan is so excited about this. She says that that's great. This school needs one. I... Which is weird because, again, it's sort of the the difference between, like, Canadian and American stuff. Because, like, I like that they call it Spirit Squad. They don't call it cheerleaders. Because yeah. we didn't have cheerleaders at my school, really. Like, there wasn't a cheerleader team. No. We had a dance team, but we didn't have, like, a cheerleader team. Yeah. I think some public schools... Yeah, had it some public high schools, but we we didn't. Yeah, we didn't either. So I like that she calls it Spirit Squad. We get ready for that, and then Miss um, Kwan is impressed that Ashley has already started her campaign, running for class president. And uh, it appears though that she is running unopposed. Yes. So she put on put in all this effort, which again is such an Ashley thing to do. Yeah. To take the last like day or two of summer and like work on her campaign posters and make them super cute and pretty but there's no one else running no and it's 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 weird that they sort of they keep saying like oh well it always has to be a grade eight where it's like this school didn't exist until this year like you don't there's no rules to follow you guys are setting the rules it doesn't have to be a grade eight you can do whatever yeah so ashley's posters are up all over the school toby's sort of sick of it and we see him and jt talking in the hallway um about how Toby's like she's running unopposed it's kind of ridiculous like somebody should it's not even a race like it's a foregone conclusion we should have somebody run against her yeah that'll really stick it to her it's it's funny just hearing them talk and you hear Mr. Radich come over the the PA and he says like reminder students like the end of the day is the last chance to submit your name for running for class president I'm like the first day of school like things move so quickly do you did you guys have like student presidents at your elementary school? Yes, um, we we actually did. Okay, but it was sort of we had like yeah like a class representative, so it was like you picked somebody from your class to be like your president and vice president, or we might have even called it prime minister and deputy prime minister or something like that. But it was like each homeroom had a representative and a backup, and they represented your class. At, at like a, a meeting with like it wasn't a PTA meeting but it was sort of like they would go and discuss like oh things your class might want like oh we want more dances or we want whatever it was a way for the kids to be involved without really being involved I know in grade eight I think I was the the, the deputy or the the, the backup one because I attorney general <laughs> yeah I made about well I made up a bunch of like JT like promises spoiler for what's ahead but like I was like yeah, you know, like, we should get a slushy machine for lunchtime. That, like, w- that would have been really cool. Yeah. Your school would have loved you for that. Yeah. So I definitely made promises that I could not keep and became... I don't know why I, I even cared about running, but I did. And I was, yeah, the, the backup. Did you get overthrown? Uh, No, but I don't think I ever really did anything. Like, I, I don't even know if I went to the meetings. I think you only had to go if, like, the president person couldn't go. Ah, uh, yes. And it was, like, it was one of, like, the the pretty popular girls in my class who was the president and like she she actually did a good job she cared like she was the girl who we didn't have like a spirit squad or whatever but like really had school spirit went to all the games she played all the sports so she was like the page of your school 
she was like a super athletic page. Okay. Like she okay. did like basketball and volleyball okay. and track. And then she was the one who at the end of the year threw uh, like on grad night, she threw a grad party where she invited the entire graduating class, not just our class, like all 100 kids, if they wanted to come, were invited to her parents' house. And there was like, you know, they had a pool, but like, no, everybody was afraid to go swimming. And it was a whole thing. And they just ordered us a bunch of pizzas. And we listened to, you know, Aqua and S Club and whatever we were all listening to at the time. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, it was because I it was like the first party I ever went to, like, you know, besides like somebody's birthday party. Yeah. So uh yeah so she was the right pick for class president much like sounds like it. much like ashley would be the right pick but toby doesn't think so toby says that uh somebody should run and they ask him why doesn't he run and he sort of keeps mentioning that they're in family counseling and that the uh therapist says that you know they shouldn't be creating extra tension at home um so he he says he's not going to run but he convinces jt to run and now we finally see liberty introducing herself to ashley yes while terry is awkwardly hanging a poster in the background where it's like the one thing i find ridiculous about this is ashley's like oh a little higher a little lower but you can see like the lines of the wall because it's like it's brick and you can see like the mortar yes you could just line it up with the brick like i don't know why and like she is but and it's like i don't know why ashley's being like high or lower it's like just line it up with the line terry that wouldn't make for good tv <laughs> i know so liberty wants to run for student secretary and i think she's running unopposed because yeah. nobody in grade seven cares about being the secretary no liberty does though that's true liberty cares a lot and to the point where she's already approaching ashley to talk about ideas for the school and ashley's like why don't we wait till after the election and then jimmy sort of comes up behind ashley and puts his arm around her and sort of like oh that girl's crazy and i think this is the first sign that like they're dating yes they're they're an item yeah which is cute they're very cute yeah you know they're okay uh then we see Toby standing with the photocopier open as if like you're supposed to do that because all the signs at my school were like, do not leave this open unless like a book is propping it open. Like you do not look into the light. Like you could go blind. So it doesn't make for good TV though. So he's standing there in front of the copier making his poster for JT. And then Snake comes over and is like, hey, good poster. I hope you realize it's 10 cents a page. And then Toby furiously tries to cancel the print job you know what though for a last minute campaign poster these are pretty good yeah it's fun it's it's actually like a well thought out fun poster where it's just like uh like a little stick stick man man, like you would see on a bathroom door yep and it says like jt york like uh unknown i i can't remember all the verbs they used to describe him but basically like hey he's just like you he's the underdog vote for him he's in grade seven like you know, half of you are grade sevens. Take, take a chance on a grade seven. Yeah. Um, so Ashley comes around the corner with Terry and sees Toby hanging the posters. And she knows that she knows what he's up to. And he can't really hide it. And they sort of have some bickering back and forth. And Ashley's like, the president will always be an eighth grader. Which, like you said, that's not a precedent. Like, it, yeah, ugh. the school hasn't been built yet. Like, yeah. you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can make your own rules. Yeah. But she's mad. Terry's mad on her behalf. 
and some random camera person is interviewing them. We never find out who is behind the camera. No, but I mean, it's a fun, it's a fun way to move the story along quickly yes. for a show. So it's like, how do you get out a bunch of exposition and, and character talking points? Well, let's just have them talk directly into the camera. So JT basically says like, yeah, no, I'm running. And Toby really does all the talking where he's like, hey, it should be a great seven. Why not? He's got a lot to say. He basically takes over. Yeah. Toby really becomes his hype man in this, this yeah. situation. Yeah. And then it goes to Liberty and Liberty is saying that she doesn't think that it's a good idea for a great seven to be running. And she wouldn't be caught dead voting for him. No, because her and Ashley will make an excellent team. Yeah. And JT, we see, you know, like a montage and we see JT saying like, oh, I'm going to be like a real politician. I'm not going to do anything, which like, to be fair, if I was in grade seven, I would think that was the best thing. Like, I would think that's hilarious. And Terry even rightly points out like, Ashley, he's funny. Like people like him. And Ashley starts to seem a little worried. It's hard to tell because she doesn't have a lot of emotion because her eyebrows are so thin. It's hard to read uh, read her read her look sometimes. But then we get a, a talking head of Emma saying she's like, hey, he has every right. He has just as much right to run for president. And I'm like, I'll vote for him. Grade sevens have just as much much rights at this school as the grade eights. Yeah. And Ashley's talking like boring talking points where she's like a nighttime dance and more recycling bins. And JT, his whole platform that I think he's running on is that he wants the students to be able to use the staff washrooms. He's like, I bet they have better toilet paper, which to be fair is they, they probably prob- true. They probably do. Yeah. Although teachers probably would steal the toilet paper. So they probably have like mid-grade toilet paper. But, you know, JT is just, he's being likable. He's hes telling the kids what they want to hear. He's, he's hes making up lies. He's the everyman. Oh, and then we get to see Toby and Ashley fight. And my favorite thing about this scene is that he's drinking from like a C-plus can. And that... Mm-hmm. I don't think C plus exists anymore in Canada. We just get, have cr- we just have Crush, Crush now. Yeah. So I think because Crush bought C plus and basically put them out of business, but it's a vintage. Like if you grew up in the '90s, you would recognize this can as soon as you see it. And I remember I watched this episode the other night, and I'm like, oh my god, like I miss that. Um, so yeah, Toby and Ashley are, are fighting, and she's like, "You're just trying to undermine me at every step of the way." And he's like, "Hey, you know, I can do what I want to do." And then her mom comes in and. You know, she's like, are you running against Ashley? And he's like, no, I'm just helping my friend do it. And there's no rule against that. And Ashley's mom is sort of like, well, yeah, I guess not. And Ashley's like, you always take his side. And it's like, I definitely see where Ashley's coming from because that would annoy the shit out of me. But it, it in Ashley's defense, though, it actually does seem like his mom, sorry, her mom takes his side. Oh, in most of the arguments. for sure. I mean, to be fair, I was sort of like Toby in a lot of ways where like I definitely knew how to push people's buttons in it to an extent and like he definitely is a jerk but i think it's also they're just used to being only children getting their own way and having big personalities and it's not so much that they're out to get each other from the beginning it's more like oh we just have an overlap of personality and we're only a year apart and we go to the same high school yeah but he is being a little bit of an instigator i will oh for sure and then another morning of them arguing over the bathroom and uh, she's got, you know, like grandma curlers in her hair. That's how she achieves the height of her bob. She's got like, uh, she looks very like 70s, like, oh, she's trying to do like her Farrah hair or something. But like, yeah, she's got the big curlers and yep. and Toby's like, it's a big day. Like, I hope you're ready to lose to a seventh grader. 
Ooh, and now we get a talking head of Paige with yep. another iconic outfit. Another pair of sunglasses. It seems like she matches her sunglasses to her outfits, which I love. I love that for her. Yeah, I mean, my, my wife does that, but like, you know, she's a, a grown-up. So <laughs> it, it is wild to see somebody in grade 8 doing that. Like when I was in grade 8, I had like one pair of sunglasses. And it was like, if you lose those, you go buy your own, like... So again, we see another remark of Paige where she kind of uh, cuts Ashley down a little bit. It's a little bit passive aggressive. She's saying how Ashley always gets what she wants. So why should today be any different? Meaning Ashley will get the presidency. So, yeah. Like, why is there even going to be an election? She's definitely jealous of Ashley. We don't know a lot about their history right now. We will. Yes. As the show goes on. Oh, Paige is showing off like her belt which accentuates that her midriff is showing and then shows off her purse, which is invisible. And she's like, like, you can see everything in here, but this chocolate bar, that's not mine. And it's it's like, it's kind of like a glass cube. It looks like, yeah, I will say though, a lot of what Paige wears in this season has come back in fashion. Oh yeah. Which is, it makes me feel quite old. Oh yeah. Um, but like the the butterfly clips in the hair. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So then we were in the in the classroom with Toby and JT and they're looking at like the official polls, which somebody's doing on the, the computer. And like, I like how each candidate has an exclamation mark after their name, like Jeb Bush. Like This is a pretty official election. Yeah. The fact that they're tracking it on the website. Yeah. They've got I, pollsters. They've got yeah. all this stuff. And it's it's right now it's 48 to 52. It is a close race. It is I, a small margin. Like JT's saying like, like, I, I don't really want to, like, he's sort of being like, like how everybody thought Trump was like, I don't want to win. I just wanted to beat her. He wanted to run as a joke. And now I think he's realizing that if he actually wins, he has to do stuff. Yeah. Because he's like, I have to do a lot of work. And Toby's like, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. But Toby, I think, is sort of getting like super excited. Like, you could beat her. Like, this yes. is awesome. Because according to the poll, JT actually is ahead of Ashley. Not by a lot, but ahead. And then we see Liberty say, like, I think it would be shocking. I'll definitely work with him if he wins. But, like, I would prefer if Ashley wins. And again, Liberty's running unopposed. So no one will be fighting Liberty. No. So um, Jimmy and Spinner come up to JT and they drag him away. They, you know, basically pick him up underneath his underneath his armpits and lift him and carry him, carry him away. We don't know where they're headed. We think, may, are they going to just beat him up? What, what's going on? They're really making it out to seem like they're the bullies of the school and they're just like dumb well spinner's a dumb jock uh but he's even a jock and then yeah then we go into the the locker room or or gym gym storage room gym storage room and ashley is standing there sternly looking at jt arms crossed holding um classic canadian bills uh our only green money 20 dollar bills yeah and she offers him 50 bucks if he drops out of the race and he basically just keeps coming up with excuses and stalling being like, Oh, you know, like I've got this older brother and he lost the race for president. And like, I need money to get, and my parents are so sad and they're on Prozac now. And he's making up like this whole story uh, and driving the price up. And Ashley eventually settles on 80 bucks and, and, and JT's like, okay, yeah, I'll drop out for 80 bucks. And she's like for 80 bucks though, I want you to quit like 
publicly at the assembly. Yeah, she says, I want to show. Yeah, and he's like, cool, I still get to give my speech. So she gives him half now and the rest after he bombs his speech. So he walks away happy because now he doesn't have to do the work and he gets money. Ashley seems torn. She seems upset that she stooped so low, but she knows she can't lose. Spin. Uh, then we see Emma. Before, oh. before we get into that, yeah, I get. We mentioned earlier how Ashley was able to fund her campaign. How does she just have stacks of that money? Like in grade eight, I had nothing. I had no money. Yeah, but she's walking around with like eighty dollars. Yeah, they don't mention like. I thought there would be a throwaway line where it's like, "This is all my allowance," I or "This is up. my birthday yeah. money," or "My summer job." No, yeah, we don't know how she came into that money. That's that's lazy. That's bad to grassy. Normally, they would be, you know, they'd explain to us how somebody has money. Usually, usually though, when you see how a Degrassi student has money, it's theft. Like a lot of times, it's like, "How did they get the ticket for the gourmet scum concert?" <laughs> stole stole twenty bucks from their mom. Yeah, their poor mom. Then we see Emma and Manny walking down the hallway and Spinner shoots a spitball at the back of Manny's head, which is gross. It's so disgusting and so mean. And then uh, she... uh, She starts to cry or fake cry. Yeah. Terry kind of... um, Sees Spinner be like, hey, it's just a joke. She gets mad and says, you made a little girl cry. That's not a joke. So then Spinner sort of like, oh, whatever. Like, I didn't mean to make her cry. And then... He he sort of walks away. I for, we forgot to mention, he has a bunch of earrings. Like He has more earrings than I ever saw in any guys I knew in but only, grade only in one eight. ear, it looks like. He has like one on the one ear, and then he has like four on the other ear. So then Manny gets up, and she's not even crying, not even a little bit. No. And she says to Emma, I knew it would work. It always works on my brother. Yeah. And this is the only time her brother is ever mentioned? So she mentions a brother and she mentions a little sister in another episode. But later on in the season, or in the series, I should say, Manny's an only child. This so, is this is them dropping the ball. Normally, they're really good with their, their world, be- world building and they're keeping track of siblings. Yes. Usually, a sibling gets written out because they're they're gay or, or some or other they, story. they go off to college. I, and I think that you and I have talked about this before, though, that... In the first season, Manny doesn't have a lot of depth to her. Manny no. is just... She's the Vula she's, of yes. of this. Like, she's, like, the main character's friend who yeah. doesn't really get stories. Is just, like, there to support the main character. Yes, she's Emma's best friend, and that's about it. But It's not until she grew up a year and became cuter than Emma that they were like, oh, let's focus a little more on Manny. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, sorry. But... I think Manny's turning point for a lot of her character was when she joins the Spirit Squad. Ooh. But again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So yeah, Spinner leaves them alone, walks away. Manny was faking crying. And now we see Toby and JT arguing in the hallway. And uh, JT's like, yeah, she gave me money. We, we don't have to do it. And Toby's like furious. Yes. He really, really wanted to stick it to Ashley. And he keeps pointing out, like, she's not my stepsister, okay? My Our parents aren't married. Yeah, he's... They're re- both really hung up on that. He's really mad. He really wanted to, like, knock her down. I think it's... I think in Toby's world, like, he, Ashley gets her way at home, and now she's going to get her way at school. And I think that this was his way of, like, reclaiming a little bit of him. 
so JT tries to smooth things over and tries to give Toby half of the money, which he does not accept. No, he's just like, you're just helping Ashley get exactly what she wants all over again. Like, this isn't fair. Then we cut to the students like sitting in a back room or sorry, they're sitting on stage waiting to give their speeches. Sorry, my mistake. So Liberty's giving her speech, even though no one is running against her. Yeah. She will be the secretary. Yeah. She's she's like the brown noser character. And as much as, you know, we are going to be comparing this show to Degrassi High and Junior High. Yeah. And there was Kathleen, I would say, is the closest we had to, to a Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. Like in certain aspects of like being sort of like the, I don't want to say brown noser, but a bit of a brown noser, a bit of a tryhard obsessed with school kind of a know-it-all but like a judgy know-it-all like someone who will judge you for getting a worse grade than them or judge you for not having your homework done and i gotta be honest i'm not a liberty fan nope and that's why liberty only looks out for liberty liberty doesn't have a lot of friends she gets lumped in with jt emma manny and toby through a lot of this series but they're not really her friends no you know not until you know way later but yeah. you know but yeah no it's it's true and, and but i think it's because she does it to herself she's not a good friend she doesn't I, instead of being like oh you didn't get your homework done did you not understand it do you need help it's oh you didn't get your homework done too bad like she's just yeah so judgy and she's the first student that would remind a teacher about the homework oh 100 percent. she's the worst kind of person yep so yeah so like like i said like vula sort of as far as being like the smart girl who who has drive is comparable a little bit to liberty but mostly yeah. i would say like a lot of oh being the annoying smart kid was sort of a kathleen thing on on og degrassi i think the comparison that we can make with this episode is the first day of Degrassi Junior High. Yes. Where we see Stephanie K running for president. Which I think is going to be our next episode. I think it will be. Okay. Yes. So we won't give too much away, but that's the comparison, I think, to this episode. And there's even a step-sibling rivalry mentioned in that yeah, episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that next week, Oh, though. for sure. Yes. Um, so then we see, you know, Mr. Radich up on stage with all the... I mean, somebody is sitting next to Liberty, so... Somebody else must have been running for another position. I don't know if they were running for secretary, but it's it never seems to be... Liberty seems to assume that she's going to be secretary. So whoever else is running up there must be like, you know, treasurer or, or junior secretary. I don't know, some, some other role. Yeah. But yeah, Mr. Radich introduces JT. JT starts his speech, which sadly we don't get to, lot, to hear a lot of because... Um, it seems like it would have been really funny. Yeah. Toby calls Ashley out in the hallway and basically says, like, I know that you bribed JT. He showed me the money and I'm going to go up there on stage and, like, tell everybody that you did that um, because, you know, like, you, you made everybody think you're so great, but, like, you suck. Yeah. And Ashley is sort of, like, really mad at first and then just gets really let down and... You know, considering these kids are in therapy together, it is shocking that, like, this this is their breakthrough. Like, without... Not in a therapist's office. Not with a professional. No, it's just... But, I mean, like, it, it does seem like a healthy way to get through your problems. Like, sometimes you do have to fight through things. Yeah, and I think this is a very sibling-y sibling way to kind of solve your problems. And they're both sort of seeing each other as being, like, winning at home. And the other doesn't realize that's how they see it. Because 
Toby sees as like, I had to move into your house with your family and adapt to all your stuff. And yep. like, you don't get it. And Ashley's like, my mom is bending over backwards to like accommodate you and your dad. And like, I don't get to do anything I want to do. So they both realize that like, both of them are miserable. <laughs> Neither one is winning in the way that they thought they're winning. No, no. They both seem like they're very unhappy with this certain, with this situation. And then Ashley just sort of pleads with him like, look, I really want to do good things around the school. I want to make change. Please at least listen to my speech before you rat me out. So then we cut back and we see JT finish his speech. And he's like, you know, you should all vote for me. And then he turns around. And he's like, wait, never mind. I drop out of race. Vote Ashley. <laughs> Which Mr. Adich says, are you sure, JT? And JT says, yep. Yep. Yep, I am. And then he goes, well, I guess it's a bit of a foregone conclusion, but I'd still like Ashley to come up and give her speech. And JT, I'd like you to see me after this assembly. So JT realizes that he done goofed and uh, he's going to he's going to get in trouble. For what, though? Like, he didn't really do anything wrong. He just decided in that moment, I don't want to do this anymore. I guess he did waste everybody's time. But like, it does seem like the kind of thing Radich would get mad about. It does seem like something Joey would have gotten punished for in original Degrassi. And JT is sort of set up at the beginning as the new new Joey. Joey. Yes, that's fair. So we don't actually get to see Ashley's speech, which bums me out because I wanted to hear all the good things that she wanted to do for Degrassi. Yeah. Although it would have just been like recycling program, more dances, but like... You know, I, I was hoping with her hyping it up so much, the writers had like at least one good line we could have heard from her. And instead, we see Toby sitting outside of her house that, where they cut to later. Toby sitting outside. Jimmy and her walk up and Jimmy says like, oh, you know, gives her a big hug. And he's like, I guess I'll see you later, Miss President. And yeah, Toby just seems sort of bummed. He's sitting outside yeah. drinking a, a can of soda and reading, I'm assuming, a comic book. Which is yeah. very, very Toby. Very, very Toby. And Ashley walks up. She, She's like, oh, are you just trying to make me feel guilty? And he's like, no, like, congratulations. Like, I'm I'm glad you won. Like, you deserve to win. I'm, I'm glad. And he sort of turned a corner. I think he realized, like, her life's not as great as he thought it was. Mm-hmm. And then he mentions, like, I feel bad because, like, I made your life miserable. I got JT in trouble for running a fake campaign. Yeah. They both sort of start to apologize for like getting on each other's nerves and being like, I I didn't realize that I was doing these things that bugged you. And then she says like, look, we have to live in the same house and we can both agree that this sucks, but let's just try and make the best of it for each other. Let's make it suck a little bit less for, for each other. And then he's like, whoa, are we bonding here? She's like, it's the first time in a month. I don't want to rip your eyes out. Uh, And then he's like, wow, Dr... The doctor would be so proud. Uh, and then they that, smile and laugh yeah. and uh, we cut to credits. And that's it. That's it. That's it for family politics. So um, your favorite line of the episode, I'm assuming, is... New year, new look, new page. Yeah, I think I got to say, that's that's mine too. I, I think we'll call that the line of the episode. I I really like it because I think in the next season, she brings it back okay like a lot more casually but it comes back yeah it does remind me of one of my favorite lines from degrassi junior high which is i think uh stephanie k says it to vula or she says it to somebody where she's like come on this is the 90s or this is the 80s i can't mm-hmm. remember what year it started but yeah the, they make a point of like pointing out what decade it is and it's so dated but like it's very this is very much like the 2001 version like new look new you new page 
or a new look, new year, new page. I, I'm a little bit sad that we didn't get to see more page in this episode. But yes. But we will do a lot of page. Oh, for she, sure. She's my, she's one of my favorites. So I think we decided our next episode is going to be the first episode of Degrassi Junior High. Yes. Which is the election episode of that show. Yes, the most comparable to this one. Yes. So that'll be your homework for next week. Yeah. Um, you, if you've never, if you got into this and you've only ever watched Next Generation, like you, you know, we've already done Schools Out, which like is sort of does lead right into Next Next Generation. But like, if you've never watched Degrassi Junior High, like you are in for some fun. Like it is very 80s very low budget very canadian yes very 80s very 90s very cringe a lot of secondhand embarrassment oh for sure but it is so iconic yeah and like very progressive like this episode played it very safe with everybody's policies like i don't want to spoil anything or get too far ahead but like there's talks of like you know trading trading votes for kisses very scandalous very scandalous um yeah so you know if if you like what you're hearing just subscribe uh you know i'll say all the stuff they always say on podcasts you know like us wherever you found us leave us a review if you think we're cool let us know what you want to hear more of or less of and uh and we encourage you to check out original degrassi yep because you will not be sorry no and it's all on youtube on the official degrassi channel all of Next Generation and I think all of Junior High and High are on there. Yes, both Junior High and High are on there. I was telling Alex that I actually paid extra for Amazon to be able to watch The Next Generation and they took it off. So now I have to watch it on YouTube, which it's not that bad. You do have to watch the the, the few ads, but if I think yes. if, I think if you have YouTube Plus you don't have to, but like it's not too bad. It's like one or two ads every 10 minutes or something so you don't see a lot but it does get annoying after watching it ad free on amazon thanks a lot jeff bezos but the nice thing is it's all in widescreen like it's it's not like the dvds which i think were all full screen this is like all widescreen they're not cropped either like it's it's full you know fully open so it it looks good for something you're watching for free on youtube fair fair enough yeah so uh that's it for this week and uh tune in next time for uh, Drinking and Degrassi with uh, Amber and Alex. Thanks, guys.